everyone. I'm Danielle, the council chair here at Wesley. Welcome to this week's podcast episode, Coach's Corner. Today, our guests are Jeremy Roberts, Jimmy Simone, and Zach Parker. We hope you enjoy listening to their joyful banter around how we can connect our faith life to our love for sports. Hello and welcome. I am excited to be joined by a fabulous alum and two fabulous current students at Wesley. And it is officially March, which means March Madness in all things sports. And so that is what we're going to talk about today on this episode of the podcast. So I'm going to let our panel introduce themselves. Let's start with you, Zach. What's going on, guys? My name is Zach Parker. I am the alum of the group. I graduated this past spring uh, with a major of secondary, secondary education math, and I actually get to use that, which is a definite plus. I uh, teach over at Dyersburg Middle School and I coach football over there and judging by the sport that I coach my favorite sport 1 million percent is football but I just love all things competing. We are so glad you're joining us today um, and I know that you are an excellent coach you have a lot of fans that still are around Wesley so <laughs> <laughs> we are so glad you're doing that. Jeremy how about you? Hey guys my name is Jeremy and I am a park major here at UTM, and I am also the intramural chair at the Wesley. And my favorite, probably sport to play as an intramural would be the football that we have. But I don't know, the best one to coach, since that's kind of like my position, I like baseball the best to coach, a softball. I don't know why, I just felt, I don't know, it was just better to coach that one for me. I like to play softball, so that's kind of cool. Jimmy, how about you? Where are you at? Hey guys, I'm Jimmy. Um, I'm also a secondary ed major. Um, and if I had to choose, I kind of bounce back and forth between my favorite sport. Um, but I, I think baseball kind of takes the lead. Um, I've always had a love and passion for baseball. Um, it's probably the sport I've played the longest as well. Um, it's, it's definitely my favorite sport. And if I had to coach it, it would, that's the sport I would coach by far. So very, very cool. Well, I've seen all of you guys in action with Wesley Sports, and you guys really bring uh, a lively and fun and competitive atmosphere, but you also do a great job. All of you do a great job at fostering um, a place where people belong, and it just goes really well with our ministry at Wesley. So that's why we're going to focus this whole conversation on how our faith and our participation in something like sports can they actually go together really well. Um, and Jeremy, I've seen this in you. Um, I know you said baseball or softball, but I was impressed from the first time I watched you coach volleyball, uh, the way that you recruited a team and made that happen last year. That was really cool. So what is it that called you to leadership in, in sports? What, what is it that made you want to do this and be a leader there? I think one of the main things that called me to like, want to be like the coach of the Wesley thing was just given the chance for everyone can get involved in it. And, like, I've played sports growing up and even, like, before, at, like, at school, that you see, like, people do sports and they're, like, sitting on the bench and they're not really contributing and they kind of feel left out. So I wanted to kind of be the person that allowed everybody to get a chance to play and have everybody have an equal opportunity, even if they weren't the best. And, like, if we, like, you know, you had the best player, but, you know, sometimes you got to sit them to let someone else play for everybody have an equal amount of playing time. But that really what kind of called me to want to do it 
Well, I could see the fruit of that. Uh, going to some of the games that you were the leader in last year, it was just fun to see the ways that everybody was included and was a part of the team. Zach and Jimmy, what about you guys? What calls you into leadership roles in sports? I can definitely uh, go on this one. The thing that calls me a leadership roles in sports more than anything else is seeing the interaction of the team itself. Um, seeing friendships and relationships grow between all the players is something that as a player, it's, it might be a little bit harder to see. But when you are the coach, you get to sort of step back for a second and get to say, you know what, the, like these people would have never met in their entire lives if not for this game. And so that is something that makes me feel especially impassionate about, um, about leadership roles in sports and how important they are. Uh, me personally, I've never gotten the opportunity to coach a team or anything like that, but something I think that would fuel me. Um, and this is going to be a consistent answer for me. And this is something that I kind of build my faith on. This is its foundation is community. Um, the community that kind of sports brings uh, its fans and just everything about it is just, it, it takes teamwork to go toward one goal. And it's just all the community that it brings. It's just, it's wonderful. And it's, uh, it's always a God sighting for me. So. Well, Jimmy, that's a beautiful answer. And while let's build on that a little bit, how do you believe that your faith journey is impacted by lessons that you learn in sports? I mean, just that right there is the community. Um, I think growing up, it, it was something to be a part of a baseball team. Um, I mean, it, it was just wonderful. It was that community that kept you coming back, the friends, the, the family, you, you build lifelong friendships in that sport. And, um, and that also correlates with your faith journey. You need that. You need those people in your corner. You need people every day. And uh, yeah. I see that. I see that too in the ways that uh, you didn't mention it earlier, but I see that in the ways that you fostered a community with our freshmen this year in the, in such um, turmoil <laughs> this year. But the I way totally that forgot about that. I, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm the FFG director this year. Um Definitely left that out of my introduction, which has been a blessing to do this year. And I definitely want to keep doing that in future years to come. And, uh, it, but that's been, it, this has been a real journey uh, through FFG. It's like you said, through the turmoil, but it's been a lot of bright spots too. There's been a lot of good moments throughout the, this journey. So. Yeah, because you've created that team. You've created that yeah, community that's there for, for each other. So, yeah, that's awesome. Jeremy and Zach, how about you guys? How do you see your faith journey being impacted by your involvement in sports? Um, for me, like, personally, it's like knowing that you're not doing it alone. Like, when you're on the field, you always have your teammates. But with your faith, like, you always have God on your side, too. He's also with you. So, like, when no matter what you're doing, you're not like you're not alone with it you always have a teammate with you and I guess I've never really thought about it till I just said it but yeah God is your teammate <laughs> yeah, yeah he'll always be there I mean number one sidekick for you <laughs> absolutely always present um I can absolutely just kind of get behind the answers of these two guys just Sports build such a community and everything like that. And we definitely get to sound like a broken record on this one, just because community is so important in your faith journey. And it's the same way in sports. And there's also little lessons that show up in different sports. Like if you stay focused, you'll get your goal type of a thing. 
and just little stuff like that within sports that go and might not be so easily expressed within different parts of regular life where you can get away with doing it by yourself. For example, um, in the classroom, you're working on whatever assignment you can do it on your own, but I can promise that life gets a whole lot easier as soon as you build a team to all reach the same goal. And so I, the best thing I can do is just echo exactly what these guys are saying. The faith journey is impacted by building a community that you're able to lean on no matter what. And even building off that, it's easier to perform when you know you're that you're comfortable with the people you're playing around. I mean, just in flag football, it's not like you're not you're not playing a bunch of around a bunch of strangers. You're playing with your friends, which means you're not worried about dropping a pass or anything. Even if you do drop that pass, it's not you're not going to get criticized for it. You know, it's good. It's going to be OK. I mean, not much, but I, you not know. much. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but it's I don't know. You just don't worry as much. It's just a lot more having fun than it is going out there worrying about making a mistake. That's beautiful. Yeah. And, and I guess, um, man, what if we felt that confident in life, right? What if we had that same kind of confidence and safety just in our life journey as you do when you're, you're playing on a good team? Well, build on this a little bit more for us, Zach. I'm going to ask you to start with this question that really is kind of what we've been circulating around for this whole conversation. But what are some specific ways that you believe it's important to foster teamwork that that also translates into building that healthy faith community where maybe you do feel safe to drop the pass or, you know, have the slip up in life? How, how do you build that kind of teamwork in, in a sport and just in our faith community? So um, I'm just going to try to list a couple ways that I've found that work really well. But please do not think that it's limited to just what I have to say about it. Some of the best ways you can foster teamwork in both of these is encouragement. Um, the, one of the bigger things that I think makes it okay to drop a pass or um, not get on base or whatever type of thing in a sport, the thing that makes that okay is the fact that the guys or girls, the family that you're going back to is willing to encourage you and say, you know what, you're going to crush it next time, so I ain't even worried this time type of thing. So some that we encourage on on my personal team is we go and during our spring workouts that we have going on right now we focus on making sure the kids are number one counting reps for each other so we keep each other accountable and then number two we're just saying encourage your teammate see if they can beat you so now it, there's a bit of fun aspect to it too and I don't think the faith journey um, the faith community rather is far off from that. If I'm going and encouraging the other people in my community, well, they're more inclined to do the same for me and they progress even further. And then by having people that keep each other accountable, now you can actually hit the goals that you want to hit. So those are just my little tips and tricks I have found so far. That's a lot of good wisdom. Seriously, very good wisdom. Jeremy and Jimmy, what do you guys think? Well, I just, all the countless times, I mean, me and Zach went out multiple, multiple, multiple times to practice uh, flag football. And I mean, we just, and we practiced one play in particular. It was just Jimmy run deep. Just go. <laughs> we just, ran that play like 70 times a day, guys. <laughs> we did. It was insane. And, but it was the encouragement that kept me going back. Yeah. I dropped, I think half of them, I think. But it doesn't matter. It was that courage, that encouragement that kept me coming back and knowing that it was okay. Um, 
I don't know. It's just, it was a really, those are awesome memories for me. So. Kind of like to bounce off what Zach and Jimmy said about encouragement. I think you got to have fun when you do it. Like I think, especially like with teamwork and sports, like if you're not having fun out there, it's not like, to me, there's not like, that's not the main point, you know, I mean, I mean, the main point is to have fun out there. I mean, it's not always to win. Like, yeah, you like to win. It's fun. stuff, But if having fun, is like the like foundation for it. You don't want to do something if you're not going to enjoy it. Like when you lose, you know, so I guess you can bring that to the healthy face community by like encouraging people and you have fun while doing it. You know, I think we need that, that reminder in the faith community that joy is a fruit of the spirit and that joy should come from this work we do. And sometimes the, the work of church and worship, and especially in the season that we're living in, it can feel like a drag, but you're, you guys are so right when you're pointing to it, it should be fun. <laughs> uh, your sports experiences and your your faith experience, it should be fun. There should be joy. Um, and that comes from that community. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering just before we, we've gone through our questions, but I'm wondering before we hop off here, I've loved some of these stories. And I kind of wonder if you guys have a favorite Wesley intramural moment that you wanted to share. I'm putting you on the spot a little bit so you can take a minute to think. But is there a moment from Wesley and Murals that sparked joy or community that we've been talking about that you want to share? I do want to share quickly just one little story of the clutch master and his name is Jeremy Roberts. So this is a story from intramural football seasons uh, past gone. And I believe this was a playoff game. It was either a playoff game or if we won this game, we actually got into the playoffs. And so the biggest thing is we have driven down the field with no time left and um, I'm running around. I get to play quarterback, whatever. And I'm running around about to get hit. And lo and behold, Jeremy, who has not caught a single pass the entire game is wide open in the end zone. And the Lord allowed me to see that. I don't even know how to how else to put that. But Jeremy's sitting right there. I was able to get the ball over to him. And it wasn't even an easy catch at the time because dudes are flying back and forth in front of him and all that fun stuff. And Jeremy catches it. And the elation that we felt as a team, I think, it was a blast. It was so fun. But that moment, I don't think ever would have happened if Jeremy didn't have the confidence that he was actually going to get the ball. Mm. I've kind of got to build off that too. Um, Jeremy being just the clutch master he is, you know, when obviously we can't see each other in this podcast, but when you look at Jeremy, he plays a lot of free safety on defense. Okay. But you wouldn't think that he's like a free safety on the defense. You would be wowed about the place he makes on the defense, the defensive side of the ball. Like he, a ball that you wouldn't think that he's going to catch is caught. Like he just, it, to I'm put into wild. perspective, he looks like a defensive lineman, guys. I, I do, you know. <laughs> I try. I try like about it. People don't expect me to be like a free safety, so like they throw the ball towards me, but then they regret it. No, it's just like he's <laughs> keeping up with guys that you would look that look like they're running four threes, four fours, and some of them actually do. Is the problem? <laughs> and it's just he catches them complete off guard and gets the interception. And it's just, it's insane. It's so much fun to watch. So. I've got one to follow up on my apparently amazing DB skills <laughs> is that we had a superstition going on 
that before every game I eat some form of chili <laughs> in order to get an interception. It was kind of weird. I don't know. <laughs> it worked. Yeah, I, it's like, it that... happened the, the first game. Like, I ate chili before the game. I had a pick, and I'm like, you know what? If I eat chili before every game, I'll get up. And it happened. Wait, does that correlate with the zero bar on the monster, or is that? Well, that's, no, that was a zero bar and a Red Bull. I, I did uh-huh. that when I played hockey. I went undefeated that season. But... What? <laughs> Whatever it, it is, a... you just got to keep yeah. it going. I've got to find the food to eat before the game, and it just works, you know? You know, and also, I think another memory, uh, I'm not trying to worship other idols here, but we did do a lot of uh, worshiping Poseidon for some reason. I don't, I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what happened with that. Uh, we worship Poseidon almost just as much as Jesus Christ. <laughs> or it didn't rain before we can play football, actually. Oh, I remember. Okay, I was like, isn't that like a water? I, I'm like yeah, a little rusty yeah. on my mythology. Yeah, but <laughs> I do remember. Yeah, there would be so many times that the rain would, would move games or cancel games, and mm-hmm. you'd be hyped and ready. Yeah, and it was it was always the best thing because like some of the key games would uh, normally be on a Thursday night, which is when we would have our Wesley stuff. That's when we'd have our supper and we'd have our worship service and all that fun stuff. And <laughs> Poseidon would help us out, and, <laughs> <laughs> and it would rain that night or something. So like we'd be we'd be all jazzed up about getting to play, and we wouldn't get to, but it was okay because it got moved to like the next Wednesday when we actually could play and it didn't run into anything. It, it worked out perfectly. It worked out. It yeah. worked out. Apparently he was on the same page as Jesus. Then. He was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, well, thank y'all for sharing these stories. I know that the intramural um, work at Wesley is some of the most joy filled. Um, I think it's been one of the ways we've expanded our community um, to so many folks, it's kind of like what you were saying, Zach, earlier, like these people may not have ever known each other if it wasn't for this game, for this sport. And I really feel like there are a lot of folks at Wesley that we might not have in our Wesley community if we had not had the opportunity to meet them because of intramurals. Um, so I, I think all of you in the ways that you involved yourselves and gave yourselves, give, continue to give yourselves to that, to this ministry and this work is, um, it is a, it's, it's a ministry. It's a ministry. I think it's a gift to people. So thank you guys so much for um, sharing your thoughts today and, and just for the, the witness that you guys have on and off the field. I do have to ask you, since it is March Madness and we haven't even discussed basketball, who's going to win this year, guys? Like who's in your bracket? Do you know? I know we haven't got to the time yet, but who's your team for March? Right now, I've seen that Gonzaga is still undefeated, I'm pretty sure. I haven't checked about the last couple of days, but they're right now projected to win, so my money's probably on them. I actually haven't had the chance to look at it, uh, but I always go Villanova for some reason. So I sincerely have no clue. I haven't kept up with basketball, um, but if I just kind of picked a random one, um, man, I don't even know. I don't even have a clue, y'all. It's UTM. UT Martin. No, Kentucky. I knew one good. <laughs> like, I, I was almost going to say Alabama, but I was like, nope, I'm going to get some flack for that one because they win in football anyway. They don't need basketball. Mm-hmm. And so, 
but they're doing alabama's doing really well this year they're doing insane so yeah yeah but y'all pray for justin because kentucky is not looking good this year (laughs) oh me all right well thanks again guys for this awesome conversation and again thank you for all that you do this has been great Today, our panelists recommend the scripture, John 3.16, the book, Quiet Strength by Tony Dungy, and the movie, When the Game Stands Tall. Please don't forget to RSVP for your meal on Tuesday nights, and we look forward to seeing you hanging around the building sometime.